Top Shelf from Rat Pack Productions, where we discuss food, spirits, and all the other things that make life worth living. We are your hosts, I'm Adam, and that's the creator of Eat With Hop, Hop. Hello. Today we are recording from Dos Chinos inside of 4th Street Market in Santa Ana. Dos Chinos has combined all the goodness of Mexican and Asian cuisine to create a flavor that I cannot believe I've been living without for so long. Joining us today is one of the founders and owners of Dos Chinos, Hop. Hola. Hello. <laughs> Where did the name Dos Chinos come from? Those chinos came from uh, from us, me, and my cousin when we uh, first started. Um, we uh, visited a lot of the food trucks, a lot of the lancheras, you know, for okay. for like the best asada or like the best chorizo tacos, you know, and um, and then Koji's came on the map and and we tried it. We're like, oh damn, that's bomb, right? Like right. this Korean Mexican food. I'm in love, right? All right. And so we're like waiting in line for hours and hours and, and you know, uh, following other trucks too, like Nom Nom and Komodo and, and right. some of the earlier uh, pioneers of the, the, the gourmet food truck movement uh, in L.A. And then thinking, man, we could do this, right? Like, we could do this, right? We, right. Maybe we could do a little better, right? Like, who knows, right? Okay. And, um, you know, I came up with a menu and I'm like, you know, everyone's uh, doing this Korean take on, you know, Mexican-Korean fusion. We'll have that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I want to feature other stuff, too, like, you know, Vietnamese food, uh, you know, my first true love, and, you know, uh, Chinese food or Thai food. And, you know, we're, we're, like, surrounded by all these, like, awesome Asian foods in Southern California. You know, why just focus on... You know, Korean, right? I mean, even though Korean food is awesome. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah I totally agree. Thanks for finally like having that Vietnamese, Chinese, Thai. It's great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so right now we're at the 4th Street Market, but this is also our office of food truck, right? Uh, yeah, this is uh, very much like the food truck. Um, it's kind of like uh, with the food truck, we park in packs. We move in packs. Uh because we're wild dogs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, move, we like to move in packs. We, uh, we create more of an impact, uh, uh, more, uh, you know, we grab more attention in, uh, in greater numbers than by ourselves. So this food hall right here is very much like uh, uh, our food truck business. Uh, you know, we're used to working with other vendors, other chefs, Mm-hmm. other owners, uh, other entrepreneurs. And, uh, you know, um, it's, uh, it, it's maybe three times, the kitchen is maybe three times the size of the, the food truck. But, I mean, the food truck is a beast. Okay. So what, what does it take to, to get a food truck up and running? It's, it's, it feels like it's a lot, a, a, small, a small space to get a lot of things you need it to get in It takes about five quarts of blood, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a couple of gallons of sweat. All right. <laughs> All right, taking notes. I'm taking notes. Right, right. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, it doesn't take much, just a whole lot of work and dedication, a whole lot of faith, um, a, a whole lot of optimism. Um, you know, um, uh, and a whole lot of vision. Um, uh, I, I mean, uh, other than that, it's, uh, it's probably one of the cheapest things that you can start up um, as an entrepreneur um, to start up a, a food truck. It just takes a lot of work, you know. Okay. As, as far as capacity goes, is there, what, what's like the max you can fit into a food truck to, to serve? Man, you know, we've served 5,000 people uh, with the food truck. Wow. Um, but, I mean, with a very smart menu. Um, it was for the Laguna Pageant of the Masters Artist Party. And it's a party for all the artists. And, um, and we were like, oh, what should we do? What should we do? All these other, we had like six other food trucks with us. Everyone was like deep frying. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think my deep fryer will be able to handle all that. Right. You know, <laughs> 5,000 uh, uh, mouths to feed here. I don't think a deep fryer would be yeah. sufficient. So we're like, we're going to have to, you know, give them super high quality stuff that's already cooked. So, uh, you know, the next best thing would be ceviche. Mm. And so All that's right. when I came up with a Saigon shrimp ceviche, which was featured in the um, uh, Eat Street um, on the cooking channel, 
And nice. it's uh, our citrus cooked uh, shrimp. So, you know, we didn't have to do any deep frying. You know, um, perfect. We put them in these awesome, super clear uh, shot glasses and, <laughs> you know, right. uh, tried to get uh, trays of them past like. Uh, <laughs> Past like masses and masses of hands grabbing at them, <laughs> um, you know. We we learned though that uh, uh, you know you can't slow down, you can't stop. You just got to keep on moving. You got to keep that tray super high, and you got to <laughs> keep on moving. All right. Move past that crowd and and you know into greener pastures. And uh, I mean, we did. Uh, we served five thousand people, and that was the first time serving five thousand people, and. Uh, I knew it would work out. As everything usually wow. does. All right. So when, you, when you're out in the food truck, is it, is it like a, a much? Is it a more limited menu than you have here? No, no. It's the, actually the same menu. Okay. Uh, even uh, when we have specials, like uh, we'll do like a seasonal lobster fries, um, uh, a special, and it, it's featured in the food truck. You know, um, no, uh, it, it's not something. Uh, you know, I mean um, that I would think of as like a, a handicapper or a, a handicap to uh, you know your game right like it's right it's uh, it, it's actually uh, more more tremendous than the uh, the food stall here um, wow okay yeah yeah it's, it's, it's a beast yeah I've um, always wondered like um, how you can fit so much of that food into a truck <laughs> Um, I mean, you know, you don't really have to fit uh, a crazy amount of food in the truck. You can always, you know, ha- deploy um, uh, shipments of, uh, you know, products of oh. food, you know, in and out, right? Okay. And I do apologize if uh, I use the word handicapped inappropriately <laughs> uh, in this podcast. It's totally fine. <laughs> All right. So, so you, you, while you're out there, if you're running low, you can make a call and like, hey, give me another supply run of all the stuff that you're maybe running low on. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, the, it's, it's a lot of teamwork that goes on. Um, a lot of times, uh, let's say the food truck is slammed at like uh, the NOS event center, like a, a, a metal fest or something, right? And they're just slammed, right. uh, endless line from like day to night, right? And, um, you know, it's very hard to do inventory and to do um, a lot of different things at once, right? Especially when you yeah. slam. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, uh, that's how we uh, were able to accomplish greater things. It's together. It's uh, never by ourselves. Um, you know, I had to uh, do a whole bunch of uh, uh, trips to get waters and, uh, I mean, uh, food and, you know, I mean, everything that you can th- imagine. And, you know, but, uh, um, you know, that's how you do it. You, you communicate through uh, this app called GroupMe. Um, oh, GroupMe. Okay. It, uh, which was, it's like Slack. Um, uh, it might be a little bit more um, user-friendly than Slack, though. Um, but um, uh, I got everyone onto this app called GroupMe, and then uh, we used it internally um, uh, with those chinos and uh, and then you know with the food hall and then with the truck and that way we could communicate you know oh I need my list what am I gonna need in like thirty minutes you know or an hour right okay. give me my list right and nice. someone would go- run through and and uh, do inventory and and send the list and then someone here would put the the carts together and you know send it out um, and we've even use this app on um, um, another, uh, a large, I think a larger scale within the whole food truck community. Um, well, I got everyone on uh, on this thing called GroupMe and all of a sudden we we changed the game, you know, like we're like in constant contact now, uh, okay. you know, like uh, let's say you have an important event that you have to make but something happens to the truck, right? right. Oh no, you know, like what <laughs> happens, right? Let's say yeah. Yeah, you know, you're trying to call all these people, right? Like one by one, uh, uh, you know, yeah. it might be a little bit impossible to find someone who's available, right? Yeah. So GroupMe, what's great with that is let's send a message out to all of them, right? Okay. And, and let's improve our industry, right? Like, okay, so we don't have, uh, it, it's not prevalent in our industry that, um, you know, uh, an event is like left in, empty-handed okay. without, you know, right. necessary food. Backup, right? 
So, um, so, so it's not like you're competing against other food trucks. You're all working together towards a common... You know, I mean, there's a little friendly competition. Okay. You know? Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know? I would hope so, but... Uh, and we like that, too, because we're kind of like the seniors, too, you know? So okay. <laughs> we benefit a lot uh, from the competitions. And, um, but, uh, no, it's more um, cooperative, um, you know... Uh, we reward each other with other events, you know, with cash, with food, with, you know, clout. All right. You know, um, it's, uh, it's a good system to have. I mean, it, uh, let's say, we'll, we'll, you know, you have an organizer that comes in and wants food trucks for an event, right? And, um, and tries to get, like, you know, fees, you know, like, like a ridiculous amount of fees. Like, let's say, like, you know, oh, it's going to cost you $4,000 to do this event. Right? Okay. The food trucks, you know, now they can talk to each other. Hey, you know, this guy was telling me it's $4,000, right? And then this other truck's like, oh, dude, you know, work it down because I was able to work it down to 2000 right? All right. And oh, so now great. it's like, you know, we're sharing this, like, information, right? And, That's good. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it levels the playing field between, you know, food trucks and event organizers. And, and you know, it, uh, it makes... Uh, it makes it more interesting. Okay. How long have you been having the food truck run? Uh, it's six years now. Um, we might take like a month. I think we, we might have taken like a month or two off in the last uh, six years. Okay. But um, uh, it's six years now, and um, the food uh, stall right here at downtown Santa Ana, um, 4th Street Market here, has been open maybe 14 months now and then we we have a new one called Sitlo Pho that's uh, you know right behind uh, Dos Chinos at the 4th Street Market and uh, it, you know it's it, it's a little baby right now uh, about 4 months old and uh, hopefully it'll grow up to be a, a monster okay <laughs> well, what are some of the uh, the crazier events to work at, as a food truck um, craft services is always good uh, you know to, to work in the film industry it's uh, it's well, uh, you know, an industry that has always intrigued me as probably it's uh, intrigued a lot of us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you see any celebrities? You know, uh, when, when I do, I don't like to because when I do, I become starstruck and I, I, don't, know, <laughs> I don't know what to do. You know, like I just, I just stand same, same and I here. stare. Like uh, I saw, I don't know if you know um, her, but she was on Dharma and Craig. Okay. Or Greg, right? Dharma right. and Greg. And she was the, the Dharma, the blonde girl. All right. Tall, skinny blonde girl. And then I saw her and I, I completely froze for a good 30 minutes. And I just stared at her for a good 30 minutes, <laughs> creeping her ass out. Did you take photos? Or are you allowed I, I couldn't to? even move. Right. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, it's Jenna Elfman. That's, uh, that's who it is. What's her name? Jenna Elfman. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I could see that. I'd be starstruck as well. It's like, ah. Oh. So you understand. Absolutely. So I, how about the conventions? You go to any, uh, like the Comic-Cons or, or the WonderCons? You know, we used to do the Anaheim conventions until Aramark uh, took over and assigned um, a gentleman by the name of I don't know if I should mention names, but he. All right. Uh, no um, problem. Uh, but he, I, I won't mention any names. But he's in charge of all the food trucks there. Uh, when he came in, it's, an, it's a funny story. When he came in uh, to Orange County, he approached uh, almost everyone. Right, all the food trucks. He called everyone very politely, you know. And uh, at the time, there was this huge thing between organize, event organizers. And food truck owners, right? Okay. And food truck owners, you know, not wanting to relinquish any power to, you know, non-food truck owners who are, you know, uh, event organizers, right? Okay. And, um, and there's a huge struggle, you know, like uh, a huge undercurrent going on uh, of this. Uh, it was conflicting. And there are a lot of organizers that were like, you know... Uh, that that didn't guarantee anything. That uh, you know charged uh, crazy fees. You know that mistreated uh, a lot of food trucks. Oh and, no! Uh, you know made promises that they they couldn't they couldn't keep. And uh, when when this guy who's now in charge of the food trucks there, when he called me, I was thinking he was someone else. Okay. Oh. That has screwed us over. Oh no! <laughs> that has That's screwed horrible. us over. Yeah, I was thinking he was a different or, uh, organizer, 
who screwed us over. I was like, and he was being very nice. He was like, so I'm coming into Orange County and, you know, uh, I got a lot of pride events and uh, a huge following. And he, he's, a, he's a huge celebrity, especially okay. in, uh, in San Diego where Airmark is headquarters too. And uh, they're like, you know, buddy buddies. And, and he's like, you know, and, and I have, you know, these giant events too. You know, how do you feel if I came in here? I'm thinking it was this guy who screwed us over in a bunch oh, of, in a string of events, right? I'm thinking it was this guy for some reason. And I'm like, no, no, uh, we don't want your kind here. I don't think it would be. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it would be good if you came here and, and, you know, tried to take over. The food trucks don't like that. But apparently the food trucks loved it. <laughs> because all of them were like, yeah, we would love it if you could come here and help us out. Because none of them were uh, food truck owners. And uh, out there actively getting uh, events and doing events, uh, you know, food truck related together, like like how I was. I was doing events as well. We started a uh, place in um, Cypress, California okay. at the Home Depot there. Uh, every oh, Tuesday night, I, I know that one. it's called Street Food Tuesday. And it happens every Tuesday night for the last four years now. Uh, this next week coming up would be uh, its four-year anniversary there where we invite like... Every week we invite diff- uh, uh, different, like over a dozen trucks. Oh wow! Yeah, um, it's uh, it, it gets pretty crazy there and fun. It's uh, you know we're able to to raise I think six thousand dollars for um, Cypress High School throughout oh my the gosh, years. That's yeah, great. we're like the biggest uh, <laughs> donators in the uh, in the city. Nice. You know, I think Citibank comes like next second to us or something like that. <laughs> All from the love <laughs> of food too. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, it's it's the families who who go out and eat, and you know, and then you know we'll do like special nights where a, a little portion of it goes goes to you know uh, the school or something, you know. All right. But um, but uh, you know, uh, uh, the food truck industry is uh, I don't know, you know, I don't think a lot of them they're not they're not catching on to um, Instagram. You know, Instagram okay. I think is so big. Oh yeah, it's really big. Right. Especially yeah. for food, you gotta take. A, this is what I'm eating right now. Take a picture of it, send it out. Everybody can see it. Yeah, I know you gotta get all those food porn photos out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And you have, you have to develop food that's like uh, you know, like uh, uh, photo that's photogenic, right? That's, right. That's, yeah, Insta worthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's crazy, and and you know, a lot of the food trucks now. I mean, you know, um, uh, I don't think they're completely aware of that, or they they don't have complete faith in that, you know, and. And I think they're, um, you know, they're wrong to think that. Yeah, yeah. Instagram is something that I'm, I'm trying to still conquer myself. It's it's this whole social media thing is I'm trying to get behind it, but there's there's a lot. There's so, it's it's almost like uh, uh, intimidating. All the things you can do with social media, the way you should be doing what you shouldn't be doing, all the <laughs> hashtags you should be using, whatever. But no, it's, it's a very powerful tool. I know I know that for sure. But uh, so you also do catering. We do a lot of caterings. We do a lot of weddings. We were featured in um, uh, the LA Times. I think it was 2012 uh, wedding uh, issue or something, where we um, we we one of our good old customers who like visited our truck all the time. This is when we only had the truck. We visited our truck all the time, parked right here because his parents owned a uniform store um, on uh, Broadway. Okay. And um, he used to come and eat with us all the time. And he got married. And when he married this Cambodian girl, or Laotian <laughs> girl, I forget. Uh, but uh, he's, uh, he's uh, 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 I think, Mexican as well. And, uh, uh, and, you know, it was like, it was perfect. It was like Latin Asian, right? Oh, your, so, your food is perfect for that. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> that lo- fusion. There's been a lot of Latin Asian weddings or, or they're searching us out or something. But, okay. uh, yeah, there's been a lot of that. That's pretty cool. Uh, uh, and uh, we did their wedding, and then the LA Times called, and they're like, yeah, do you have any pictures? And we didn't have any pictures, oh, no. <laughs> you know. Um, and then we're, and so I called them up, uh, I, my clients up. I was like, hey, the LA Times called. You guys want to be in the newspaper, you know? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we still have our dress. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you know? and, uh, and it's been like, you know, like maybe like two weeks later. They say, yeah, we still have the dress. And I called my buddies. <laughs> I called one of my buddies who, who uh, um, that same year 
really started to pursue photography like crazy. Wonton right. photography. And, uh, um, and he, he, has, he has a gift, really, for photography. And, and so I called him up. I was like, hey, you know, uh, I, I got the LA Times. You want to be in the newspaper? You know, <laughs> let's do this, right? So he was like, cool. We set, we set up this mock you know, wedding pictures thing after the wedding. Right. <laughs> you know, right, that must be so fun. <laughs> it was it was pretty fun, and, and uh, I mean, it turned out beautifully. And you know, it, it they they ended up used the LA Times ended up using uh, his images for for that uh, special wedding issue right there. Very so, cool. And then after that, he got featured in the um, in like a, a photography magazine or something. Wow. Yeah. That's that really cool. opened doors. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, now as far as the menu goes, how do you decide what gets on the menu? Or what, do you do experimenting? Is it kind of set for a while? Um, you know, I, I don't know how long, Hop, I don't know how long you've been uh, uh, following those chinos. Have you just started? I started uh, ever since you guys opened. Really? Opened here, actually, oh, here. on 4th Street okay, Market. Okay. And then I found out that, that there was a food truck, and I'm like, what? Oh, I never knew. Okay, okay. So yeah. you found out about the kitchen here first. Yeah, yeah, about the, the kitchen, truck. yeah. Okay, yeah, so, but when we started the food truck, uh, the menu that was on there since, like, maybe almost the beginning, it's, like, uh, almost the same. Okay. So, it's, like, uh, before I started the food truck, I got, uh, I I went to the commissaries where all the food trucks parked, and um, I was lucky enough to uh, meet a Vietnamese uh, 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 older couple who showed us... I think her name was Hop too. Oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So many hops, right. but, but we're the cool ones. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, and you know, I asked them a bunch of questions, and you know, I learned uh, a great deal of things from them. Like uh, you know, they suggested you know um, be uh, concise with your menu. You know, offer five really good things, right? Yeah. And uh, and I was thinking in my head, okay. Maybe, like, uh, you know, let's try to give them as, as many different proteins as we can, right? You know, beef, pork, chicken, you know, and seafood, right? And, um, and also, let's give them, you know, uh, one from each uh, culture, right? Thai, which is our uh, Thai coconut curry chicken mm-hmm. um, with tamarind and crema. And, uh, and then we also have a uh, Korean tequila... Uh, galbi Ooh. beef, yeah, and sometimes we we substitute uh, uh, mushrooms for beef for our vegetarians, okay. and uh, and that one, um, it's like uh, you know how Korean food it's it's sweet, yeah, um, yeah, very sweet, savory. Um, I mean, I love it, and I thought it would be great if it could be maybe balanced with uh, some tanginess, right? Mm-hmm. So we added some lime. Um, uh, and then maybe uh, if we could uh, make it a, a, a little fun and make it a, a little bit of spiciness, right, in there. And so we added cayenne, um, <coughs> sriracha, you know. Um, and then, you know, uh, we're like, uh, why do we have to use uh, soju, right? Uh, I, I personally, I, I like a peppery uh, tequila, right? Beautiful and uh, uh, and you know uh, let's use that you know and and uh, pears and apples you know um, and uh, you know uh, make it sweet as well you know a ton of sugar but mm-hmm. uh, going into those chinos and and developing the menu I was influenced a lot of uh, by like Thai food and uh, Thai cooking philosophies you know like uh, you know you should have like uh, a well-rounded uh, balanced uh, 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 flavor profiles, right? Like, try to hit all the notes, right? Absolutely, right? right? Bitter, you know. Sometimes, like, you eat like a um, like a, a, a Thai food, and they have a sprinkling of peanut, crushed peanuts, and you'll see like one or two uh, uh, small or three small pieces of, of peanut that's uh, a little like charcoal, okay. right? But I mean it. If you if you eat that with everything else, it uh, that bitter note really you know it, it enhances the sweetness. It enhances you know uh, the tanginess you know and and uh, um, and, and the menu you know uh, of those chinos reflects all that you know. Like uh, we're trying to find uh, you know compliments and 
things from uh, different cultures, you know, from the, uh, the Mexican side. And we like to say Latin, but really it's, uh, it's Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like everyone yeah. likes to say Chinos, but really yeah. we're Vietnamese. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to get into the, uh, the food that we tried in, in a minute. But the, as far as hitting all the profiles, you, I think that's something that you, you definitely nailed. There's a lot. Thank you. It's like yeah. every... Almost with every chew is like a different flavor coming in and hitting a different spot, but it's 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 really good. And but I love like oh I'm sorry, yeah, and and I love like your own twist to it, like the soju instead of putting soju, you put tequila mm-hmm. and like that fish sauce. Like, <laughs> <laughs> did you say you had a, a yeah. dream? Oh yeah, I did, actually did have a dream. <laughs> we, we were here a couple days ago and we, we were, uh, had the food and you, you mentioned that. Uh, it, was, it was your grandfather. Your father told you that if you put fish sauce in the food, yeah, it's supposed to be a secret. But uh, now that uh, the secret's out, <laughs> no. But my dad um, says that when you do uh, eat fish sauce, it makes you dream about it. And uh, the Vietnamese word for dream is may, which is also the same thing for like uh, being hypnotized, right, right, or like being like uh, mesmerized. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm. and then you have to you crave it, right? Like, yeah. Like, like, because you dreamt about it, right? Like, now you crave it. Absolutely. Like it's, 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 it's in your consciousness, in your subconsciousness. Yeah, and when you said that to us the other day, I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's a cute story. But, but then I had a dream about it, I'm like, holy crap. It's true. <laughs> I visited you in your dreams. Yeah, yeah man, no. Now, tell us about the salsa that you guys use. Is it um, a little, little diff- different than the usual stuff? You know, uh, a funny story about uh, our salsas. We used to do a pico de gallo as well. And uh, um, and then um, we stopped doing that. But then I had a friend, or I have a friend that works in a uh, for the federal government. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm not allowed to say which branch, you know, right, right. but okay. but they had a salsa a salsa competition, and uh, you know, and at, he asked me because uh, he didn't know how to you know how, uh, how to make salsa. So he asked me if I could help him with the salsa competition and it was like against like 40 deep right like (laughs) like all walks of life and uh, i i made uh, my mango uh tomato uh uh uh, pico de gallo like salsa and you know we we add our our um our fish sauce in there and our fish sauce uh uh like our um the dipping fish sauce is more like um a thai style um, because uh, I don't I don't use garlic, but uh, usually in Vietnamese uh, uh, cooking, it's uh, when you when you do a, a fish sauce, a, a dipping fish sauce, you use a lot of garlic, you know, to negate that fish flavor, right? Yeah. But in uh, mm-hmm. for a Thai style, it's more uh, um, uh, it's more lime, right, and and sweeter too uh, because of, of so much lime. But it's it's more I think it's a more uh, uh, refreshing flavor. It's, it's I think it's, it's brighter. It uh, impacts your uh, your your uh, cerebral cortex <laughs> more, <laughs> you know, and uh, um, and uh, you fall in love with it easier. I think than with the garlic. It leaves I think like a, an aftertaste, mm. and then it uh, the garlic kind of negates that uh, fresh lime taste as well. You know, so uh, so uh, you know. We added that to um, salsa verde, which is you know roasted tomatillos, onions, garlic, uh, you know either jalapenos or serranos, right? And uh, you know, and uh, sure enough, it's like it's like a marriage, like uh, made in heaven. It's like uh, it's like why hasn't this been around before, right? It's such a beautiful thing, right? Like I was, I was the salsa is the thing that caught me most off guard. Like it's just salsa, but holy crap. It just that that it just that stayed with me for. Do you, do you sell that separately? Can like a buy buy a jar of that? <laughs> we will now. <laughs> That's why you dreamed about it. <laughs> yeah, we will now. But in that salsa that uh, salsa competition uh, with forty other uh, uh, competitors, uh, um, you know, uh, and some Mexican natives, right? <laughs> uh, a lot actually. Uh, we won. So not surprised at all. Absolutely, we won. And, um, and I don't know why he was so surprised. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, you know, you know, we I, I came up with, with with this not like you know like 
years and years ago when when I was exposed to already like uh, uh, Mexican food and Thai food at an early age, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this was later on when when we're like you know like like going around to all these like different food trucks and eateries, right? And and these flavors were like you know we, we've we've had these flavors all our lives, right? And how come how come uh, we don't think about like combining some of these flavors, right? Like you know maybe they could be better together yeah right just like the food trucks uh, are better together than you know by themselves right right um and uh i mean you know the, the sour tomatillos and and uh, the the sweet uh, style kind of southeast asian uh uh is uh you know it balances each other out so there wasn't some sort of scene where like you're having uh uh, thai food on this side, your friends having Mexican food, you <laughs> each other, it all kind of mixes yeah. together. Like, holy crap. We start making out, and, <laughs> and we're like, oh, yes, yes, yes. That's what I've been missing all this time, oh my God. <laughs> Please, next time, shave a little. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so we got the sauces, which were great. I also had the uh, habanero one. Which is uh, very tasty. It's uh, uh, my, 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 one of my uh, good old buddies, my best friend since we were like nine years old, Viet Chan, who we grew up in Santa Ana together, who's my business partner now um, in Dos Chinos, um, was like, hey, I want to make my own sriracha. <laughs> I was like, hey. All right, let's make <laughs> let's make it happen, you know. And then uh, you know he was using stuff like um, you know um, uh, jalapenos and um, white uh, uh, chilies or, or uh, yellow chilies, and I was like, no, man, it's got to be spicier, right? Like I want it like I don't want. Uh, someone like Gustavo Arellano from the OC Weekly, you know, <laughs> magazine, uh, saying that, oh, yeah, their uh, sriracha is not so spicy, right? Like, no, no way, right? Like, I wanted that, you know, that habanero spicy and the habanero flavor, right? So, yes. Yeah, I like the habanero flavor, and I'm not a huge fan of spice, uh, which makes me a very horrible Hispanic, but. Uh, the, the, the way that it tasted was was good enough that it didn't distract me from the from the flavor. Like I wasn't focused on am I sweating too much or people looking yeah. at me type of thing. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be uh, at the heat level as like chewing on a, right. uh, a ripe raw habanero, right? Because <laughs> we fermented ourselves and uh, you know we, we we let that spiciness ease out a little bit, right? But uh, uh, you know uh, there's a lot of acid in there too. And uh, some sugar as well. Right. Um, less sodium than, you know, your uh, rooster sriracha. All right. Uh, uh, which, which I like. <laughs> yeah. I, I love sriracha. You know, I love, I love the, that brand. Uh, it, it, for a while now, I've been staying away from it uh, and using fresh chilies in my eating instead, mm -hmm. right? Because uh, I feel like it's too much sodium. You know? Okay. Um, yeah. Makes sense. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about the food that we had because uh, it, was, it was so good. We started with the uh, well, we had the the, the stoner papas, <laughs> yeah. the uh, st or stoner fries. Uh, but what where did that come from? To call it stoner fries, that's it's pretty uh, interesting, very that's, unique. That's because we're from Santa Ana, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know we're from Southern California, and uh, uh, you know and and the stoner nation. Uh, doesn't have any borders, so uh, <laughs> it's, inter it's an international, uh, <laughs> borderless nation. Mm -hmm. uh, our stoner nation that uh, that uh, uh, you know when we were uh, over here in Santa Ana as a food truck, we would have a lot of uh, stoners uh, order food from us, and of course. And, uh, you know, being stoners, of course, like myself, you know, being creative mm -hmm. and being creative with the food, right? Uh, you know, you know, they're the, you know they want to add on, like, all kinds of stuff. Like, <laughs> like I, want, I want those asada fries, but I also want, I love your chorizo fried rice. Can I have that on there, too, please? <laughs> and, uh, you know, 
we need to also put that uh, crispy roast pork belly over there, you know, with that, that Vietnamese so <laughs> five spice uh, flavor, you know. And, uh, you know, and you know we got to have our fried egg, right? It's, uh, <laughs> uh, we're, uh, <laughs> we're growing stoners. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really good. That, that, that was amazing. And Thank you. Just adding the salsa to it, too. Is it, I, I, I had eaten too much of it. <laughs> I, I kept putting the fork down like, all right, I think I'm done. <laughs> Maybe another couple of it. A little more, a little more, a little more. It's just really good. The, the, the only problem that I have with them is that it's, it's ruined, like, Super fries for me. <laughs> I, I, I like to go get ganas on the fries every now and then uh, as a treat for myself. But after having these, I don't know if I can go back to just the regular. Right, <laughs> it's just too fries. good. Like, yeah. can't can't go back to just uh, regular. Thank um, you. Super fries. Right. Yeah. Why, you. why do that when I can do this now? I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Especially <laughs> with your habanero uh, salsa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my Putting gosh. the salsa in there. Mm. Thank you. Very good. And then we also had the uh, the Hollywood chicken burrito. Which is that's, that's the coconut curry chicken you were talking about? Yeah, it was a, um, a Thai coconut curry, um, and um, you know, at the time, uh, six years ago, putting it on the menu, you know, uh, not being a Thai restaurant, or uh, you know, or predominantly Vietnamese restaurant, um, you know, I thought it was. You know, I mean, it wasn't a, the smartest move. <laughs> you know, it wasn't. It wasn't like you know, super eighties men business savvy. You know, like uh, <laughs> business move right there. You know, let's put some random Thai coconut curry chicken on the menu <laughs> with like tamarind where people, you know, are even afraid to even say it. And uh, uh, but, you know, we stuck with it and and uh, uh, I become a really good salesman um, <laughs> through the years. Uh, even before Dos Chinos, I've, I've had proper training. Uh, right. Very good. <laughs> but... Uh, um, you know, uh, I mean, I stand by it. I, I've always thought that uh, one of our first, one of my first posts on our website was of the um, first of the runny uh, breakfast taco with the runny egg, you know, with the yolk, yolk porn, very early stages of, of yolk right. porn in uh, 2010, <laughs> you know. And, and then uh, we, we included the uh, Thai coconut curry chicken in, in one of those earliest posts. And... Um, and I said that, you know, I believed in it and uh, I thought it was going to be, uh, we named it after Hollywood because there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of Thai people there, right? And All not right. only that, we knew it was a star, right? Like, like I had a lot of, I had a lot of faith that it was a star, so. Perfect. So, and sure enough, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's very good because when you think curry, I have a different picture in my head of what was in the burrito <laughs> and uh the, but it had this sweetness to it that was just it made everything kind of mixed together well like i was like every everything that we had was just mixed well with all the different kind of profiles and and, and it worked out really well thank you and yeah this this was no exception what did you think about it Hop? um yeah i love the the burrito it was i love thai food in general like um yeah. all the spicy stuff and I the curries right yeah. it's so good but yeah. like that was like a curry in a burrito form. It's just like a portable kind of thing. It was really great. You know, uh, what's interesting is in uh, the the best Thai places uh, uh, here in uh, uh, Los Angeles, uh, you know, you have curry, but it's weird how you don't really get like um, tamarind. And you know Thai people eat tamarind, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I tamarind. love tamarind. But how come it's, it's I, I was thinking in my head, how come it's never together? Right, like yeah, yeah. How come right. it's never together? It's like a, a like perfect couple, right? So, mm -hmm. so I was thinking, you know, people might not just appreciate the curry. You know, it's going to be super spicy, it, uh, you know, super aromatic, super curry, right? Right, <laughs> right? and let's 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 ease it off with uh, a little crema, right, to to make it less spicy, to make it more palatable. Mm -hmm. um, um, and then, you know, let's brighten it with some tamarind, right? Like, why not? Like some sweet, tangy tamarind. Yeah. That's, that's the balance we were searching for. It's, it's perfect balance. And as far as, like, weird stuff being in burritos, that's not, that's not a concept for me. Because I'll, I'll turn anything into a burrito. <laughs> uh, even, like, a chilaquiles, which is already has tortilla in it. I'll put that inside a burrito, even. Just nice. I just, I'm a burrito nut. Next Dos Chinos menu item right there, yeah. <laughs> Chilaquiles burrito. Can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> right, and also we, we're having this, uh, this Thai chata, which that's, that's another 
beautiful fusion thing I never would have thought to buy. I mean, uh, Thai tea, come on. You know, everybody, I think, Thai tea is one of those famous, famous drinks now, I think. Um, uh, it's, uh, it, it has international acclaim, right? And same thing with the Orjata, right? Orjata. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, uh, I mean, you know, there's all kinds uh, of uh, spices and aromatics that go into uh, uh, the Thai tea mixes, right? So, I mean, why not uh, a, a little cinnamon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> also, a good combination. Just, yeah. I guess I, thai tea, great. Ochata, great. Together, yeah. <laughs> Even I better. I love the yeah. name. It sounds like a dance or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, so what else on the menu do, 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 would you like people to know about besides stuff that we already had? Well, um, you know, uh, another crazy menu item uh, that's, uh, that's seasonal is from July until October is um, live main lobster season for us over here um, at Dos Chinos. And uh, we do this thing. We, we already have this thing on our menu called the Oahu um, Hawaiian Garlic Butter Shrimp. Um, but uh, during this uh, um, live main lobster season, we it mutates into uh, Hawaiian garlic butter lobster. Nice, right? And we put it uh, on anything uh, like uh, fries. Uh, I mean, oh, I'm so sorry about that. Oh, shoot! Wow, sorry. Excuse me. I mean, uh, you know, we, we love to put it on our fries. Uh, everybody else seems to love it on their uh, fries as well. Um, we love to put it in bowls and. Um, you know, it's uh, it's very photogenic. I would say right. people right. tend to want to have that um, on their uh, you know social media posts. You know, uh, yeah, they want to say, yeah, I've had some lobster fries. What have you had? Right, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> carne of fries. Clap your hands, right? <laughs> I know. I, I asked you about that too when I, I first saw it on Instagram like a while ago. Like, was it last year? Right? I think it was I last think year. So. Yeah, yeah. She was. Uh, People order the lobster fries all year round, <laughs> yeah. even though it's a, it's a seasonal item. Um, we also have this other item that's won a couple of um, taco competition amongst some of our peers, which I'm okay. really, really proud of. Nice. Um, it's, uh, it's only because it, it was a competition uh, amongst, you know, um, 40 of the best uh, uh, eateries in Orange County. Okay. You know, uh, we won a taco competition with our um, Dulce de Leche uh, uh, Walnut Shrimp Taco. Oh, and I don't know if I talked about that yet. Uh, or uh, No, it already sounds amazing. But uh, that's that's one of our favorites. It's uh, well, Instead of just like glazed uh, walnuts, we do a uh, chili and lime walnut with right. our Dulce de Leche uh, uh, Shrimp. It's a play on the... Um, the Chinese honey walnut shrimp, and uh, it, it, it's great in a taco, uh, uh, and great in burritos, and you know on fries, and uh, and uh, I did that one on a show called uh, Man vs. Child, okay. and and blew away one of the celebrity uh, chefs, nice um, with uh, with the creation, and uh, um, and uh, I, you know I, I love that one because we did another comp- a taco competition. With uh, again seafood taco, uh, oh. yeah, oh, wow. seafood taco uh, eateries <laughs> here in Orange County. You can name, you know, you might be able to uh, name some of them if you were to say like, you know, a random three of them. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we beat them, uh, uh, you know, and, and I like that one because uh, we beat them uh, at their own game. Nice, right? You know, yeah. uh, and uh, we surprised uh, the judges on that one. Uh, which I love to do. I, I love to uh, surprise hugging people and surprise <laughs> cuddling. No, just kidding. I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I lo- you know, I, I, I love the way people love the food. So, yeah, and, and the way that you can order it, it comes in there. You can get tacos, burritos, you get in a bowl, get on the fries. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, we love it when, uh, even though you know the uh, the cooks will grimace and. When they hear special <laughs> orders, but uh, uh, or the cashiers will frown, but uh, we actually we love it when people are creative with our food. Okay. Um, a lot of things have you know uh, a lot of great things have uh, come up because of it. 
aka the Stoner Fries, you know, mm-hmm. not not completely our you know creation, um, and uh, you know, I mean, be creative with it. You know, when we used to um, offer just the um, the Garden Grove tequila uh, barbecue marinade as a side, we would get people ordering it as a side <laughs> because it had so much. Uh, sugar in it, <laughs> so much fuel. Yeah, uh, but uh, but you know we we love that kind of stuff. We, we we love it when people are creative with our food. All right, very cool. So uh, yeah, so Doshinos is here uh, at the Fourth Street Market in Santa Ana. Uh, also the food truck, and you can go to the website to find the schedule where that's going to be. Yeah, if you go to doschinos dot com, uh, you can find the schedule. Um, the, uh, the the restaurant is open uh, seven days a week, um, um, uh, from eleven until nine, and then later on the weekends. And then um, you know the Sitlo Pho restaurant, um, uh, the, our Vietnamese concept uh, is also there at the Fourth Street Market um, in Santa Ana. It's on um, two hundred one East Fourth Street uh, in Santa Ana, California. And, uh, I mean, we're just trying to put Santa Ana on the map um, to be known for, you know, uh, having awesome food, right? Like, uh, that was one of our questions on um, when, when I was uh, interviewed by OC Weekly early on in my, in my food industry career. Um, they asked uh, what, what was one of my goals. And one of my goals was to make uh, Orange County, um, you know, a food hub, you know, okay. much like San Francisco, right. New York. Even L.A., right? Chicago, right? Like, that's how I want Orange County to be known as. I mean, there's already a, a, a shit ton of, of great eateries. I think know, so, too, yeah. Right? Orange County, like, like, there's just so much food that people need to know about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's come up a lot because I, I kind of grew up yeah. in San Juan area. Like, I, I live on the border of L.A. and Orange County. So I spent some time in L.A., some time in Orange County. And Orange County has come up a, a long way as far as food goes. So yeah. I wouldn't have thought... I want something good to eat. Let's go to Orange County. More like, oh, let's go head towards L.A. But Orange County is definitely putting up a fight now, which, which is real nice. It's very interesting. You know, uh, you know when, when people um, you know, come to California and they're like, hey, we're coming because we want to visit your truck or we want to visit your shop, right? Yeah. Like we saw you on E Street in, in Toronto, Canada, and we're like, you know, or we're from Brazil. Whoa. And, you know, we've uh, we seen you guys and we want to film you guys, you know, because of, uh, you know, your food truck. And we're like... Dude, anything, you know, come, film, eat, you know, take pictures, uh, talk to us, you know, anything. We love it. That's, that's awesome. So uh, let's talk about Sit a little bit. Where, where, where did the, that come from? Um, I mean, I love uh, Vietnamese food to death. It's uh, actually one of my first loves uh, in terms of um, my culinary experience, um, you know, growing up with uh, um, a grandmother and uh, and a mother and and uh, family in general who cooked crazy good Vietnamese food. You know, I don't know if it was the MSG and <laughs> influenced uh, me a little, but uh, you know, it's I, I I think about these kind of foods all the time, and th- this is what I like to eat almost all the time. You know, um, and um, you know. Early on, when we came over here, we came over by uh, boat. So okay. we're the original boat people in 1979. Oh. Um, we, uh, we escaped Vietnam through boat and then to a refugee camp. And then, um, and then uh, was sponsored by a, a, a good family uh, from America over here uh, in North Carolina and came over there. And then was sponsored again by uh, friends of relatives uh, here uh, in uh, Chinatown, right? Like uh, on First Street, when okay. it, it was more of a Chinatown. When when First the Chinese here in Santa Ana. Well, you know, originally the Chinese were here oh, in oh, downtown right, right. Santa Ana, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Until so they right. were um, driven, so they're driven down First Street, right? Like yeah. that's where you see all the Chinese architecture, right? Okay. And it was around ever since probably I don't know, like a long time because. When we, we got over here in 1980, 1981, it was here already. Mm-hmm. And it was like a mecca for us Vietnamese. Okay. You know, we would all flock to this area to do our, uh, our shopping, to do 
to do our uh, 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 letter sending, to okay. do you know money sending, to do uh, you know mm-hmm. general communications with you know relatives in Vietnam, mm-hmm. you know to uh, to eat. Where and you know like these restaurants that were around, like there's a, there's very few. Like before a bosa became bosa, there was maybe like uh, first seventy nine, which you probably know. Okay. A lot of people should know Pho 79. All right. Uh, Sounds familiar. Yeah, it's very iconic. Um, uh, Excellent Pho. Even better today than uh, I think it was uh, then. Mm -hmm. Um, So they've improved. uh, Even after all these years. Like, probably, like, since 1979. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Right? Uh, And then, um, you know, there's some other restaurants that were around. um, Like, a handful of them. Okay. And then the Asian Garden Malls popped up. And then, you know, across the street was, like, you know, another strip mall, right? A mm-hmm. mini mall. And then, you know, all down Bolsa, you know, was, like, all this, like, Vietnamese activity. And the food was good, right? Okay. Like, only the people who were, like, confident, like, really, really confident in, um, you know, their craft were, like, you know, willing to make that risk, right? right. Like, oh, absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put, put this out there, you know, like a, a few thousand dollars, which was probably a lot back then, right? Yeah. And, you know, you know uh, quit my job, right? At the mean, in the meanwhile, still raise a family, still, still pay rent, still, like, do all this other stuff, right? And, yeah. Uh, it, it was a huge risk. So only, I felt like only people that, that had the chops, you know, or the people that were here earlier, and, like, since, like, 19, before 1975... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, um, uh, open restaurants, but then you know, as the population proliferated here, you know, Vietnamese uh, assimilated and um, you know to the community uh, with the community more and and got like you know regular nine to fives, all, all you know all across the board, you know, uh, and then you know uh, uh, join you know your uh, your middle class rankers and. And your, you know, uh, upper middle class, and then your middle, you know, your upper class, and, and and they would have this like extra money to gamble with, right? And, okay. You know, um, and and I think that's when, uh, and this was probably this is probably what explains uh, the '80s businessmen the best, right? Is your typical? I don't want to. I don't want to uh, be like someone who's like you know. Uh, very Gitei, uh, and I want to say Gitei in oh, Vietnamese, yeah. so that people know that uh, you know I, I, I'm very well versed in my Vietnamese as well. Okay. It means discrimination, right? Gitei oh. uh, means discriminate, and uh, I don't want to sound like I discriminate against my own people, but you know, I mean, this the Vietnamese is all about like business, right? All about like you know uh, profits, right? Like, uh, and the '80s businessman is like is like my equivalent to the Vietnamese, like you know businessmen back in the days right like all, right. all these guys like opening up restaurants right like and and, okay. uh, and not necessarily like you know uh you know being super good no mm-hmm. <laughs> right i'm not i'm not saying we're awesome or whatever no we are awesome yeah, yeah, i am fine. saying that <laughs> i think so, yeah I, uh, you know the, that's the only reason why we're uh, we're willing to open up sit low because we knew there's a lot of competition you know, uh, we knew uh, we would destroy a lot of the competition, but there uh, we knew that there were some, a few really great, greats out there that uh, you know we had to be on uh, uh, par with, you, you know, if not exceed. Um, so you know that's why we opened Sitlo Fa, and you know we, we try to give people uh, a fa experience that's unlike the the commercialized fa experience that a lot of people experience. And okay. uh, it proliferated in the 80s by the 80s businessmen All right. and most likely Vietnamese uh, 80s businessmen. <laughs> and, uh, and I would call it commercialized pho. Okay. You know, the work, the grunt, right? Like not this like, not this, like uh, 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 pho that's like consistently like crazy good, that the meat is like crazy uh, good, right? Like, like uh, all the meat should be crazy good. Everything should be crazy good. Right. Right? Like... Uh, uh, and, you know, we're not trying to cut corners. We're not trying to, like, you know, save food for, uh, you know, so that we can resell or anything that's like good. that. Oh the, you know, that's the, that's the epitome of the 80s businessmen, right? Freeze yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll last for months, right? For, See, like, profit. Yeah. So, so their philosophy is uh, it's good enough. Our philosophy is it can't be 
good or good enough. It has to be delicious. Taste it. I know you can. It's not rotten, right? But taste okay. it. It's right. bland. I know it's not gonna get you sick. It's bland, okay? But it's not delicious. It's good, supposedly. Right. It's okay, right? Yeah. No, it's not delicious. It's not gonna bring back that customer. It's not gonna make that customer say, "Oh my God, I've eaten all this pho all this time, and this is what it's supposed to really taste like—meat, like, meat, like mm-hmm. beef, right?" Like, you okay. Know. So you already ruined carne asada fries for me. Now you're gonna ruin pho for me also. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to have anything else except for that. The carne asada fries—the <laughs> the only reason why you know when we first started with uh, the carne asada, it was uh, uh, very Vietnamese. It was. Uh, and, and it wasn't, uh, I don't think it was as unique as it is now, um, but uh, we had to uh, learn a few secrets from, um, you know, some uh, uh, Mexican friends that we acquired in the streets. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, uh, one of them was like, dude, I, I really love your, your, uh, your steak, your asada. You know, like it's awesome because I knew how to cook really good asada. You know, Vietnamese, it's a lot of garlic, right? Uh, yeah. It makes it really good, right? Uh, salt, pepper, yeah, the right amount, you know, and uh, it'll make it really good, right? But, you know, the guy was like, yeah, you cooked it perfectly. It's super juicy. It's awesome, right? But uh, you know what would make it better? And, you know, I wasn't like, I wasn't like, ah, oh, shut the hell up, you know. I'm better than you, you know. Like, good thing I was, like, either dumb enough or smart enough to listen. But, uh, but I listened. I was like, really? What? You know, I was like, really? What? You know, like this guy had me intrigued because I thought my steak was really good at that point, right? Okay. And he and his brother apparently ran his uncle's um, taqueria uh, in Santa Ana for like 20 years. Oh, all right. The older guy was like, you know, um, is burnt green onions. You don't have that. It was like, you can't call this Mexican. (laughs) You know, like you can't call this asada. Yeah. Right? Okay. You don't have this burnt green onions, this burnt scallions, yeah. you know, in there, right? Like, you know, I mean, it, it's very good. And, and, you know, when I tried it, I was like, I, I was thinking about my head the, the whole time. I, you know, he was thinking it. And I was like, yeah, he's right. It's going to work. You know, he's right. Like, that's how I do a lot of my, uh, my uh, menu is uh, cerebral is, is a lot of cerebral exercises right like and <laughs> it's, it's a lot it's a lot of saying uh, maybe I'm not completely right you know like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm not like a a, a total expert like, what information does this guy have right like mm-hmm. he right. told me like oh it's good but it's not perfect I'm like okay uh, <laughs> I'll listen to you you know and, and I tried the the burn scallions and uh, I mean it's not like I have never worked with it I, I worked with it when my um, when my grandmother uh, would ask me to put it in uh, Bungryu to uh, to finish uh, uh, the Bungryu soup right because uh you, when you uh, you burn uh, scallions, it gives off a beautiful, sweet, caramelized smokiness mm. that uh, it's very unique. Uh, it's uh, it's different from any other onion flavor, even from like uh, 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 caramelized onions, you know. And mm-hmm. okay. I mean, I see chefs now using like burnt uh, scallion ash, you know, oh. <laughs> on, right. on 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 their meats, and I'm like, you know, they learned it too, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> So, secrets out. Yeah, secrets out. But, you know, that's, that's how we, we've developed our uh, carne asada. And, uh, and we, call, we call our, our, um, our chimichurri, our, our uh, green onions and garlic, our, our uh, Mexican Vietnamese chimichurri. And uh, we, we cook. We don't marinate the meat with it, but we cook it with, uh, with our, our meat. And, uh, and I think that's what gets, uh, gets the craziest sales. Oh, I, I believe it. It's it's really really good. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, anything else you want to add? Help? Um. Yeah. Have you ever thought about combining your sitlo pho with your dos chinos like pho fries or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we've done um, uh, oxtail fries before. Uh, uh, some um, uh, brisket uh, pho brisket fries before and tacos and stuff. Hmm. Um, but uh, before we did Sitlo Pho, we used to do Pho on the food truck, 
even. And uh, we used to do a Mexican version. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, which uh, I don't know if I should review. <laughs> I thought it was pretty damn good, too. Uh, but uh, it had a lot of jalapenos. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, jalapenos is... Is I mean, you would think that it's traditionally you find it in pho, right? Because you go to a Vietnamese pho place and you see, you see like jalapenos with like bean sprouts as yeah, like a, yeah, as right. like a side, right? Like, like the veggie put, plate. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I'm even questioning if if over in Vietnam if they give you jalapenos, right? Like, hmm. or if it's like a California thing, okay, mm-hmm. right? Like. Uh, it, yeah, that, that's why it started, right? That, that's that's how I know it. Every time I get pho, it comes with that. Yeah, that, and and then and the, the basil. And, and that's, it's a beautiful flavor. If you get the right uh, jalapenos uh, in your pho, and, uh, and I tried this because I, I remember watching my sister eat pho and eat, like, a crazy amount of sriracha, a crazy amount of, like, uh, jalapenos, right? Okay. And I was this little kid, like, oh, my God, this is crazy, <laughs> you know? And so I tried hers, and she's like, here, try it with a little jalapeno in the spoon with the soup. And I tried it with the, just the soup. Uh, and it was this beautiful jalapeno flavor that I thought was like uh, was magic with pho. Like okay. all, all these mm-hmm. like pho like aromatics were were like like heightened by this like jalapeno flavor, right? So when I, I did the Mexican pho, I included this uh, uh, this uh, uh, jalapeno flavor. When I tried to like ease the the heat a little bit. And, and then I use uh, a lot of, like, burnt scallion flavors, which, I mean, you know, with pho, you do, like, a, a, a charred ginger and, and burnt um, 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 shallots, you know, and onions. So, so right. we added these, like, interesting, like, and, you know, I, and I add a little bit more cinnamon, you know, uh, to enhance, uh, you know, to enhance those aromatics a little all right. Well, I'm starving now. I'm gonna have to give you some food. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for sitting with us. Uh, go to the website. It's uh, doschinos.com. Also on Instagram and Twitter uh, at doschinos. Yeah, and uh, at Silofa. And Silofa as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah. Appreciate it. Top shelf. Top shelf. Yeah. Until next time. I'm Adam. And I'm Hop. And I'm Hop. Top shelf life. Those chinos. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>